Praise the Lord, it's chat time. Praise, praise the Lord. Lord. It's chat time again. Yes, praise the Lord, it is chat time once again. Now this week, we are going to continue to discuss current events and scriptures. Praise the Lord. So I want to start with a TikTok pastor. <laughs> and he declares that Jesus is not, is not the only way to salvation. Okay. <laughs> and this article came from the Christian Post. Um, Evangelicals for Marriage Equality spokesman Brandon Robertson recently told the Christian Post that the advocacy group is not compromising its beliefs. Jesus isn't the only way to salvation, he says, whose progressive preaching on the Chinese-owned and video-focused social networking service has reached millions. Aided by animated head movement and a fast-paced tone captured by webcam, Robertson's concise video messages clock in at under a minute. More than 187,000 accounts follow him on the TikTok platform. His individual videos total more than 4.4 million likes. And last June, he was featured in Rolling Stone's annual hot list for his LGBT advocacy. Hmm. So the world it's, loves him. <laughs> it's a lot for a message that intentionally contains little. If God is infinite, eternal, indescribable, and uncontainable, no religion can contain God. Indeed, no words can contain God, he says. And he declares as, for himself as someone who's always on a, on a journey. He's a graduate of the Moody Bible Institute, a one-time parishioner of Anglican Church and North America Chicago-based Greenhouse Church planting movement. He illustrates a well-worn trajectory for evangelicals who squish on sexual ethics, ultimately jettisoning from their beliefs on orthodoxy Doxy and that the first became optional is now and now is proscribed. Much of his content originates from progressive Christian theologians active across the past century. Those messages were largely relegated to declining mainland mainline Protestant seminaries, their once stately campuses sapped of evangel evangelistic vigor by universalism and their missionary fervor diverted to a preoccupation with social activism. Mm. So he's just basically embraced by he's the world. All he's doing is, is a self styled public theologian. You think? So so all seems <laughs> all, all he's doing is spouting what the world wants to hear. He said Jesus isn't the only way to salvation. Hell does not exist. He doesn't know what happened after the crucifixion. <laughs> but but what is what is he searching for? I mean, just by using the very term salvation, he's talking about the Lord. So what is he searching for? Because the very word salvation entails the sacrifice that was made for us so that we could live. And so he has to come up with his own word. He has to give up the word salvation. He can't use it, you know. <laughs> he can't use it. He says, I don't believe in hell. 
Yet I choose to follow Jesus because I know it blesses my life and the world around me. Well, I mean, he's talking out of the side of his neck. You know, that's, that's just so silly. You know, he, he chooses to believe in Jesus, but he's not the only way to salvation. But, you know, it's, it's silly. It's nonsensical. But it's, it's itching ears, as the Lord says. It's pleasing to the flesh. A viewer asked him if he needs to go to church, believe in a creed, or partake in a sacrament to to be saved, Robertson replied that the answer is very deep. The answer is no. Mm. He also has his detractors which, with which he invites disagreement for further online engagement. I don't know. His, his, he's warped. So he's definitely not walking by faith. He's just out there collecting offerings and getting rich. <laughs> That's basically love your neighbor as yourself. Followers making him rich. Yeah, I know. I don't know why so many people are following him because so it they, appeals to the flesh. He's telling them what they want to hear. Right, like the Lord said, itching ears. It, it appeals to their flesh, and it eases. It's like teaching them the ways of Jezebel. It eases their conscience to do that which is ungodly, teaching them how to get around the Word of God. Your relationships are holy. Those who are in an open or polyamorous relationship at his then Congregation of Mission Gathering Christian Church, affiliated with the Christian Church Disciples of Christ in San Diego, California in 2018, they are beautiful and they are welcomed and, they, and celebrated in this space. For most people, sex before marriage is a healthy expression of the gift of sexuality and is not sinful or morally wrong. See, he just toast to the flesh, you know, people say, Okay, <laughs> but the Lord would say, "Why? Why would you listen to man? Who is who is man that you would consider or fear him? Why? What's what's the purpose?" God so you have no morality, no integrity, no nothing. God why is, go to church? He says God is bigger than our boxes or our ideas. Yeah, yeah. And, and he, I mean, it sounds like he's he, all over the place. He it's says not it, like, but he doesn't believe why it. Why did he go to the Moody Bible Institute if he probably off all this Probably garbage. to get some type of validation so that he could tell people that, you know, he went through this and he's been formerly ordained you know, or whatever. You know, when people say that there is no hell mm -hmm. and, and encourage other people to do whatever they want to do. Because people have I think about I think about on your, on your deathbed, when you're breathing your last breath, you're going to find out. Right. Because, you're going to find out the truth. Right, because hell... And it'll be too late. Hell is being separated from the Lord and uh, as far as his love and his peace and his favor and places you in his judgment and in his wrath. That's what hell is, and you can't, you can't be rescued from God's wrath. So he's going to be angry for an eternity at the fact that you rejected him and wouldn't accept him. And so he's going to reject you for an eternity. Not a lifetime, a lifetime that you live. Eternity. Right. That's different. Right, because you rejected him. So where the tree falls, that's where it's going to lie. Well, anyway, that was part of our current events here. But what I want to talk about today is um, one of the, a couple of topics is about words. Yes. You know, how words don't matter. And oh, you know, I was thinking you about... I don't know. I don't. I know people say words don't matter. Though I don't know where in the world they got that nonsense from. When the, one of the first commandments the Lord told the people is, "Hear, 
O Israel. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God, the word was God. People say, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words can never hurt me. And you have to be out of your mind. Well, it sure <laughs> offended Will Smith. When, and then, uh, speaking of Will Smith, I'm probably standing in the minority, but I feel like anybody who talks smack and gets smacked, <laughs> they ought to be able to take it because words do matter. The Lord said words, the tongue can set the but, course but of I was, fire. But, but when I talk about Will Smith, I'm saying, look at the reaction it set off. Yes. The words of that comedian set off a reaction. Yes. And so I'm, if words didn't matter, he would have just sat back and right. laughed. You know? Words matter. What a person says, what comes out of their mouth. We just had the uh, food for thought last week. What, what, what defiles a person? What comes out of your mouth? The words. You know, I don't care if you do it in sign language. It's coming out of your, it's coming out of your heart. So words matter. So what, what about all these matters. people? What about all these people, gro kids growing up, and you know they're in therapy, psychoanalysts, and, you know, getting going to a psychiatrist, and they come out and they say, my parents said I'd never amount to anything. What the parents said about them mattered. Right, made a difference in their whole life made yes. a difference whether they were a success or not right or whether no matter what they did so what did the lord life? say confess with your mouth believe in your heart so what you say you know what comes out of you what you stand for is represented by your words and therefore a person who says one thing and does another and or says something that's not true would the lord said a liar can't tarry in his sight because what you say and what you stand for matters. So when people tell you, oh, that he shouldn't have gotten upset and let this example of Will Smith because they're only words, you th that's ridiculous. Of course he shouldn't have gotten upset. You know, they're not just words. Words have a carrier spirit about it. And because of that, you, it's, the Lord said, life or death. It's in your tongue. What you say, we started wars. Goliath, <laughs> David said, who's this uncircumcised? Who is this person? You know, going against the army of the Lord. It matters. You know, it's a person who blasphemes. That matters. A person praises God. That matters. But, you know, I think we have a lot of gun violence because of what people say. Oh, yeah. I, this man lost his life because he... He was teasing somebody about his dinner. The man had, I think, hot dogs and, and pork and beans, and he teased him about it and got shot him, <laughs> killed him. You know, it matters what you say. You know, you have to guard your tongue. You have to use discretion because the, the foundation of us hearing is based upon the word of God, yeah. words. Proverbs said, he that keepeth his mouth keepeth his soul from trouble. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so when people try to tell you that you shouldn't let words upset you, something wrong with them. <laughs> say, you know, you? but then I, I think about why do we have contracts? I mean, you can't, right. you know, I mean, we have a contract. Words. Yeah, they're words, but you have a contract because you can't trust another person's word. No, you have a contract because you're supposed to be able to trust their word. You have a contract that says, I'm going to do this, and you say yes, and there are witnesses. I mean, you can't do it without a contract because you wouldn't be able to guarantee that 
you know, well, you could you could go back on your word. You could, you know, right. a lot of people say what I'm trying to say is that you know, my word is my bond. Yeah, you know, it's like let's shake on it, and I you can I, do that too. But not everybody, not it's, everybody is truthful. Not everybody right because their words mean nothing. It, and one of the worst things you can do is to entrust something to a, a, a liar. You know, you know, you ever see a person if they lie to you, what they tell you when you ask them. Their opinion doesn't really mean anything because you know they're a liar. You know, I was talking to a, a, a saint and, and she said, I refuse. I don't know what had happened, but she said, I refuse to sit here and have a conversation with somebody knowing they're lying to me. I guess they got upset because she, she wouldn't carry on the conversation. She said, but why would I? Why would anybody sit down and talk to somebody knowing that while you're talking, they're lying to you? She said, that doesn't make any sense to me. She said, I would not waste my time. Mm -hmm. And she wouldn't do it. The moment a person opens their mouth and she realizes they're lying, she cut the conversation. That's like, no need wasting my time. And she go about her business. And it's true because your words matter. And if you ask a person an opinion, just like I told this person, I said one thing about my mother, she never lied to me. So if she told me something, I don't care how nice but or that's how high, true. it I meant something. I remember my folks lying to me about certain things. And I remember me lying to my folks about certain things. It mm -hmm. sticks in my head Yeah, forever. I'm never going to be able to get that out. R right. You know? <laughs> but, but, but the fact that somebody would, would lie to you, you can't trust their judgment. You can't trust their opinion because you don't know if they're telling you the truth at that particular time. You don't know what they're saying. You, there's no confidence. You can't put confidence in a person who lies. Words matter. You know, somebody tell you something, they say, oh, they're, little, they're just little white lies. Yeah. I say, oh, please. I know, people do say that. They kind of brush off a little lie because it's uh, something that, to make a person feel good, but it's not the truth. Right, and that wouldn't make me feel good once I find out that the person lied to me. And I remember I was in high school and the teacher said, so you would rather have your friend just tell you the truth no matter what, even if it hurts your feelings? I was going to say yes, because it's just no way that I could be uh, a friend's confidence, like you, that you were taking confidence with somebody, and, the, and I know they lied to me. That's terrible. It does something to you. Yes. It does something to you. I know that. I mean, but we have all kinds of things like peace talks and yes, you know, treaties, the union negotiations. Yeah. And, um, you have all kinds of things so that you can come to an agreement on things. Right. Words. Yeah, like the war in Ukraine. Right. Putin probably said something to. And, and let you know that he what 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 the person wants words. You know, he's being very direct about what his intentions are. Same way with any world power, China. You know, or you find people who use words and then what in the world they're talking about, like Biden, who called Michelle Obama the vice president. You know, if, if words didn't matter, why would people get upset that he couldn't even remember <laughs> that he was the vice president at the time? Yeah, I, yeah Proverbs um, say a lot about, you know, words and like, like in the 18th chapter, it said, The words of a man's mouth are as deep waters, and the wellspring of wisdom as a flowering brook. Uh, they say, A fool's lips enter into contention, and his mouth calls for strokes. And the words of a talebearer are as wounds, and they go down into the innermost parts of the belly. So you get all right. kind of words. words. Yes, it affects life well so how do you um 
it, it, words matter. So for a saint, words should always be the truth. Yes, because that's the first thing that you gird about your loins in order to arm yourself is with truth. That's and, because and, you can't go for it without the truth. And if somebody tells you that, oh, you know, oh, those, they, they, they didn't mean anything by it. They just didn't mean anything by it. But, you know, you're offended oh, by something somebody yeah. says. And they do mean it. You know, <laughs> they might not want you to react a certain way, but when they say it, they mean it. They know it. You know, they, they, they mean it. They might not want a person to get angry over it or, you know, uh, rebuke them for it, but words are pretty powerful and, and you can cut a person to the core. Now, I think it's in James. It talks, it doesn't say words, but it talks about the tongue, right. which is the same thing. Right. You know, you wag your tongue, you, you're, 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 you're talking, yes. you're saying stuff, yes. you're just... And I think it says that it can set the whole world on fire. Yes, it set yeah. on fire the course of hell. In James chapter 3, it says in the 6th verse, it says, I'm going to go up to the 5th and then I'm going to read down to the 6th. Even so, the tongue is a little member and boasts its great things. Behold how great a matter a little fire kindleth. And the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity, so is the tongue among our members, that it defies the whole body and setteth fire the course of nature, and it set on fire of hell. Right. Because words, you're judged by your standing. And people who try to get you to ignore a person's words or their intentions, then they're deceiving themselves. You know, I, I know somebody who... You know, wants like a wannabe handyman. <laughs> you know, but but he's just like, oh man, he's just like you can't count on him for anything. He'll say, I'll be there, mm -hmm. and then you know, such and such time comes. No, he's not there, and then he'll call you. I'll, I'm coming, but I'll I'll be there in about an hour, okay? And then you're waiting for him to do something. I'm coming. I'm coming. You get another phone call. And, and you get so angry, you get mm -hmm. so irritated at the person. Right, until you, know? until you realize. Or he'll start a job and then it's like he's working like maybe 20 minutes and then he's, <laughs> oh, I gotta go do something, I gotta see somebody. Right. And then he doesn't show up and come back anymore. It's like, I I, you could, you could just when you have him an, upside the head. Yeah, when you have an individual like that, then you realize. But it's his words that irritate you and his actions, you realize not to put any confidence in the, in right. the person's words. That's why I say he's a wannabe handyman. He right. To... So if they say, I'll be here in an hour, I say, well, I won't hold my breath. <laughs> I was just telling him the other day, you know, he said, I'll do that for you. I said, no, I need you to be consistent. I need you to, when you say you're going to do something, mm -hmm. I want you to do it. I right. don't want you to call me an hour later and say that it's, you know, I, I, I'll be there. I'll be there. Right. Because in, what in a little while. Yes. Like the Lord said, uh, the two sons. One said he'd go out to the vineyard and work, but didn't do it. The other one said, I'm not going. But and then he went. Words, and then he went. So it, it matters what you say, because what you say, it should reflect on what you do. It actually shows, uh, like, the intent. And maybe at the time you mean something, but you humble yourself, and then you do the will of the Lord so that he doesn't hold what your stand is against you. Like the one that went, he did it. 
The Lord didn't hold the fact that the person said, I'm not going to do it, because he actually went and he did the will of God. And the Lord could allow for the person being, you know, like, in the That he changed his mind. Right, yes, because what a person says and what they do, it, it, it matters. Things go, like, hand in hand. And you can tell a person, I knew a person just a habitual liar, just lie for no reason. You know, just, you could say, I'm looking for a used car. I got a car for sale. You know, <laughs> and then it said, well, come meet me. So never showed up. I said, why would a person lie like that? <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. You know, but there are people who actually, they can't resist lying. So you couldn't trust them to, oh, my goodness, if you rely upon them. I remember he was supposed to show up to give testimony at a, at a hearing. Never showed. Oh. Mm -mm. And that, that just creates hard feelings. Right. And so like the Bible says, and when it creates hard feelings, you know, it, it, it depends on, on the person. Now, if they're saved, they're going to think twice about doing anything. But if you're not, you're, you're saying stuff like that to an unsaved person mm -hmm. who's running the streets, I mean, it could cost you your life, you know. Right. You said you were going to do this and you didn't, you know. Right, yeah. You know, and when you lie to, to a saint, you know, I think one of the worst things that you could do is actually get a saint so upset until they go to the Lord and say, Lord, you see. Mm -hmm. Then you are in trouble. And just because it seems like the Lord's not moving, trust me, God is moving. And then all those words that, you know, I remember growing up uh, or in school, it was nothing for kids in school to uh, not so much bully, but tease, make fun of mm -hmm. other kids. Right. Those words matter. And yeah. that was terrible. And social media, you know, people, kids are reading all these negative comments and Killing themselves over words. Yeah, you got gang violence. That's that's a lot that stir up over words. You say something about mm -hmm. someone up there in their gang getting killed right. or making rap songs about it, right. and then it just starts. Yeah, just starts violence, and they just take it to the street and and just right. just get killed. But what you just said a few minutes ago about on social media. People are walking around down in the dumps and depressed because they believe the words, words. that other people write on social mm -hmm. media. You know, when you write, you want a lot of people just uh, they they glorify what they aren't even doing. Right. You know, they they make it look bigger and better than what they really are right. doing or what they have, you know, and then other people read it and you feel bad. It's like, my God, right. what's the matter with me? And we, with no, Nothing. That's why we put our confidence in the Lord, his promises, his words, what he promised us. We can And that's trust one thing that you can, you can count on is God is not a man that he should lie. Or the son of man that he should be paid. And everything in his word is yes. Right. And amen. Right. Because his word goes out and it won't return to him. Boy, it's going to accomplish what he sent it out to do. He, he made a promise to us and he keeps the promises. So you can count on, on his God's word. words. On his word. And yes. God's promises and God's ways. And, and knowing that he'll take care of you all the time. Right. He'll never leave you. He'll Nor never forsake, forsake you. So remember, in the beginning was the word. The, the word, word was, was with God. The word was God. Well, anyway, I guess that pretty much takes care of our program for this week. All right. 
this week's verse of the day. Praise the Lord. And as we praise the Lord, we're going to let everything that has breath, we're going to praise the Lord. This week's verse of the day comes from Proverbs 3 through 6. It says, uh, let not mercy and truth forsake thee. Bind them about thy neck. Write them upon the table of thine heart. So shall thou find favor and good understanding in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thy own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths. Now ain't God all right? God is all right. Praise the Lord. Last week's food for thought was... How is the fruit of righteousness sown? And the answer is in peace. And that answer can be found in James chapter 3, verse 18, which reads, And the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace of them that make peace. This week's food for thought is, When things come out of your mouth, where do they come from? Hint, the Bible, and that's food for thought. 